Hey y'all, welcome to the Silver Spoon Podcast. I'm your host, Kennedy Alsop. All right, y'all, welcome back to another installment of our financial therapy series. It is the reoccurring series or one of the two reoccurring series that we will have at least one episode each month dedicated to telling stories about real life financial situations, decisions, experiences, and just understanding what we can learn from those stories. So today, since we're talk and travel this season, I want to share about how I overspent my $1,700 on a trip to Puerto Rico and what I learned from it. So this past summer, and yes, this past summer, I'm very transparent about the fact that I am still very much so in the midst of this journey. I have not arrived at the mountaintop. I'm still there in the trenches learning things too. So This past summer, my sister turned 22 and she wanted to do some type of something for her birthday, take some type of trip. Last year, she turned 21, naturally, and we took a trip to Disney. So I feel like that just, you know, allowed her to get bit with the, I want to travel somewhere for my birthday bug. So this past summer she texted me and she was like, I want to do a little beach trip for my birthday. Just want to get a house go to the beach. Cool. I was like, wonderful. She approached me about this in May. Her birthday is in June. So this was already a very last minute situation, but I love my baby sister. So we're going to figure out how to make something work. So I was looking at Airbnbs. And as I was looking, my girl math brain was really working simultaneously because I was starting to see that a lot of these Airbnbs for our little bit of a last minute trip potentially, you know, it being just a few of us, so not much to split amongst the cost of the house, the houses were looking kind of expensive. And in my mind, I was like, huh, if we're going to pay this much for a beach house and then have to, of course, feed ourselves and drink for ourselves and all this, why not just take a trip somewhere else, somewhere that's not drivable, like Costa Rica or Puerto Rico. So I told her we should do that. And because she looks up to me, kidding. Um, She said yes. So we decided to plan a trip to Puerto Rico. It was me, her and my boyfriend. So I was three amigos just vibing in Puerto Rico. We, well, I, let me, I, as the big sister, found the Airbnb that we were going to stay in. We, you know, made like a very general itinerary by adding the mixology class at the Bacardi Distillery, 15 out of 10, definitely recommend, and a sunset boat cruise. So we were going from a Thursday to a Sunday. It was going to be a quick trip, lots of fun, few activities, shouldn't cost too much. In my mind, I'm thinking should be about the price of going to the beach in nags head or virginia beach where we're initially from or even delaware for a couple of days right yeah wrong very wrong um super wrong first of all actually no we're not gonna get there yet let me finish the story before i jump ahead of myself so 
As I mentioned, we planned everything. Airbnb that we were staying in was in a local area, which was awesome. We fly out, we get there. It's a little bit late. So we, you know, go walk around, find a great taco spot. Like our Airbnb is awesome. Like it is in such a great location. Doesn't cost as much, obviously, as a hotel, although that sentiment is definitely changing in the U.S., which Puerto Rico is technically the U.S., but it hasn't hit Puerto Rico yet. So in terms of what hotel prices look like versus what an Airbnb stay looks like where we each get our own room, yeah, like it was definitely a deal. Awesome place, awesome food spots, super easily walkable. Wouldn't say it's near a lot of the like super touristy things, but Uber wasn't that expensive and it wasn't really that far in terms of an Uber ride, like maybe 10, max 15 minutes. I think the longest that we actually spent in the Uber was when we went to the Bacardi distillery just because it's a little further out and that was like a 20 minute ride. So everything is very close, very central, easy to access. I'm sure even, well, we'll get there, but even in the touristy areas, it's still easy to access, but in this area as well, awesome with the added bonus of the fact that there are local spots to go and eat. So slightly cheaper food and better quality in my opinion. The first thing that we definitely need to know about Puerto Rico for anybody who is planning a trip in the future is that it is truly much more expensive than you realize. And I say this mainly because of the food. So we probably on average had like two meals a day. So we weren't really getting up and going anywhere in time to have breakfast. So it was usually like lunch brunch time that we would finally have our first meal. And then of course we would have dinner. And for three people eating and averaging maybe about two drinks each, we would usually spend about $150 per meal. And so like some people might be listening to this and being like, yeah, Kennedy, that's normal. I'm not going to lie. I knew Puerto Rico was part of the United States. Mm. (laughs) I knew Puerto Rico was a part of the United States, but I was still thinking it was going to be like Mexico prices or Colombia prices or Costa Rica prices. I'm actually not even sure what the actual prices of these places are, but I'll say China prices because I went to China. Prices that were going to be slightly cheaper, like not spending $150 on a meal, I expected maybe half of that, maybe $100 max because we did drink. So I have to put that into account. So it's definitely a lot more expensive than we realized. So kind of having just two meals a day sort of worked out for us. We had some times where we would just purchase champagne or like something to drink while we were at the beach. Um, from a liquor store, you know, that allowed us to save a little bit because naturally you're going to get a very expensive drink sitting by the beach, but it's more expensive than you realize. So just know that for anyone who's trying to plan a trip, Puerto Rico is amazing. It's truly a great experience. I want to go back, but just be prepared. Like it's, you're probably going to pay what you would pay here for a meal. Like, don't expect any type of discount unless you found some place that I didn't find. So I may have still been going to the touristy spots, but even the place that we went to in the local area was still rather expensive. So just an FYI. Anyway, moving right along because you're like, Kennedy, get to the point. How did you spend $1,700 over budget? Like, I loving all this extra information, but like, tell us, tell us, was it the class? Was it the, what's it called? So no. 
The beach day, obviously, was something that we were able to walk to. We didn't even need to Uber. We did eat there. There was a nice, like, on the beach with bean bags, awesome space that you could eat and have drinks and just really hang out there. We had some food there that's probably one of the most expensive meals that we had, probably about 200 or so dollars. And then we hung out at the beach. Beach was free. We then proceeded to come back from the beach that day and grab pizza. And on our way back to the beach, it started raining. It was raining really bad, so we just hung out. We grabbed a drink while we were waiting for our pizza, and then finally it stopped raining so we could walk back because it was such a close walk, it didn't make sense for us to Uber. And then we get back to our Airbnb. And obviously we've been at the beach all day. We're ready to shower. And the water doesn't work. Someone goes to use the bathroom and they can't flush the toilet. We try to turn on a faucet, doesn't work. Try to turn on the shower. You know, like those things that you do in disbelief when like, obviously when one doesn't work, they're all not gonna work probably, but you're in such shock that you're like, I've got to try them all. And guys, this is 110% like, oh, like a, yeah, first world issue or what have you, but yeah. We had been at the beach, so I was like, oh boy, like, we can't shower, can't do anything. I personally sweat a lot, so I just be feeling, I just was feeling ripe at that point. So I was like, wow, okay. But my main concern was the fact that we only had one toilet, and I know that my boyfriend has a very regular schedule, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and when we reach out to our Airbnb host... They're actually not sure about the timeline of when the water is going to come back. So we find out that, you know, it's not only the Airbnb, but it's the surrounding area that has lost water. And this is the second day of our trip. This is Friday and we're supposed to be there till Sunday. And so we're like, okay, I mean, what can you do? Really? It's not his fault. <laughs> um, somebody hit like a main line and it, cause the entire area to go out however we later do find out that it wasn't actually the entire area it was the area that we were staying in yes that like small like neighborhood area but it wasn't all of san juan which is what he suggested to us that maybe the entire area didn't have water and so we were like okay can take showers with water bottles I guess like at least like you know get the sand off but using the bathroom is really going to be a problem like for the next like you know two days we are really three because it's when we come back it's like the afternoon or like late afternoon Friday so we have all of Friday Saturday and then Sunday to all be using one bathroom kind of like an outhouse when it's not intended to be utilized as such. So we panic a little bit and we try to think of our options and we're like, okay, maybe we can look into other Airbnbs. There weren't really many options. There also wasn't a guarantee that some of these Airbnbs weren't in the same location where they also would be without water they told us that it would be best to look at a hotel because hotels have like a cistern of 
water supply so that they have water even in times where water may not be available to the general area. And so we're just calling and probably looking like a fool because we're calling different places. A lot of these hotels are booked. As I mentioned, the Airbnbs we're looking at too, but there was no guarantee that the Airbnbs had water. Also, some of the Airbnbs were like incredibly far. Like I think one that my dad sent us was like two hours away or something like that. Like it was it was further from where we were going to be doing anything. So that one really didn't work, even though it was relatively cheap. And we're calling hotels and we're probably looking stupid asking if they have water because they're like, yeah, we have water because we're not realizing that it's not all of San Juan that's necessarily out of water, but it's just this area um, that we're staying in that's, you know, fairly local, um, but it's just that area, like that neighborhood in a sense within San Juan that doesn't have water. And so finally, as a last ditch effort, we find a hotel room at the Hilton, the Caribe Hilton at that. That is where the $1,700 over budget comes in. Because for the three nights, technically, that we were going to be staying, or two nights, excuse me, um, that we're going to be staying two nights in like two and a half days, it was going to cost $1,700. And this $1,700 was not even remotely close to being part of the budget. Like, I mean, an additional $500 wasn't even part of the budget, not let alone $1,700. And this hotel was nice. Don't get me wrong. $1,700, it was definitely worth it. It was a very nice hotel. It was in the super touristy area right next to the beach. Had a beautiful pool outside. We had a wonderful uh, view with um, a balcony had a view of the bay it it was it was beautiful but was it worth seventeen hundred dollars i don't know (laughs) i don't know so here's what i learned during that trip about myself the first thing was that i'm terrible under stress i'm terrible i cannot think straight i need like a moment to freak out about a situation and then like take a step back and come back to it because if not I'm gonna make poor by financial decisions in stressful situations and I'm sure while you may not relate directly to specifically to the story I'm sure you might relate specifically to making poor financial decisions under stress like one of the things that I used to do and sometimes still do and (laughs) I try to return these things but when I'm feeling down, just like going on a little shopping trip. These are all impulse purchases. You're not planning on buying new clothes. It's not a part of the budget. It's going to eat up at your fun money for this month for things that you don't need, but they make you feel better because you're so stressed. So I recognized I need to take a step back. I need to distract myself do something that I enjoy to calm myself down and then I can step into it because we spent $1,700 for that hotel and the water came back the next day (laughs) like it went from we don't know when you know the water is going to come back to it's back the next day and like we certainly could have survived 24 hours without running water that's one night without a shower 
just one because i think it's funny like we went to on the bacardi um we did the bacardi mixology class and there were these girls who were there who either maybe had just graduated or were going into their senior year i can't remember which one and they were doing a little girls trip they were all shout out to them for real they were like all high-powered women majoring in like biomed and like all these like things like it was crazy anyway i said biomed like you know what i mean though i don't really know anything about science but you know what i'm saying like they were like doctor 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 surgeon like all this like it was crazy um but they were staying they had an airbnb in a similar area and they were like yeah when we got there the water was out and it actually came back the next morning <laughs> and we're like oh the next morning you say so like we literally just had to have one night and then we could have flushed the toilet literally the next morning because we're taking a shower literally the next morning. And we just spent, I mean, it was a nice hotel. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, it was great. It was wonderful. It was beautiful. But we didn't need to spend that money when we could have just, well, let's take a beat and wait and see. So I should have said, okay, that's not in the budget. No matter if we don't have running water we need to just take a beat and weigh our options with more time than just like 30 minutes because I'm telling you I think we made like it was like 20 to 30 minutes of calling you know our parents doing all this type of stuff just figuring out stuff just for us to quickly make this decision that we could have probably just waited on a little bit the second thing that I learned is that you definitely I definitely but learn from me that you need to plan ahead are planning a trip a month before is not enough time unless like maybe it's I don't know to the state the next state over or something like that but you need enough time to do more research on the area and the place that you're traveling to and just like also something that I need more research or I mean more time is just to have like two or three months of getting the basics down of the local language. Like I took French in high school. I did not take Spanish. I don't know anything in Spanish. And I feel like some Spanish could have come in handy. And of course we have like Google Translate and things like that, that help us. But you know, it doesn't always get everything right. And I feel like being able to communicate in the local language with some people would have maybe helped under like, and I'm not saying that I would have been fluent enough to really even understand what was happening, but perhaps we could have been, it would have helped us be more aware of what was taking place. But I will say just because we would have maybe had more information doesn't necessarily mean that we would have made an, any better financial decision, but I'd just say it'd be nice or it'd be better to be geared up with information versus not knowing. So, gonna give myself some time, plan ahead. Mateller in January, or honestly, probably in December of this year, if she's trying to do something for her birthday next year, we need to talk about it now because we don't need to talk about it a month out. And I will, I won't blame her because she did say I want to take a little beach trip, and she like listed like Nags Head or like some beach that was nearby that you could drive to. I was the one who took us to Puerto Rico, <laughs> but definitely you need to tame that impulse. So that's something that I'm working on. Hold me accountable, y'all. The next thing or the very last thing that I'll mention in terms of what I learned 
is that I really need to set a budget. <laughs> I did I did correct myself on this because I had uh, two trips or well three trips that came after this. I went to Finland, then I went to Nashville, and then Portugal and Spain. And I needed to set a budget, and I did for those trips. I had not set a budget for Puerto Rico, and we really got to remember that like we can really just like vibe and enjoy life but like those credit card swipes they can really add up when you are not being intentional about it and not paying attention and with meals being two hundred dollars each not per person but you know that can really add up okay so just be intentional about it have a budget set it because and this is me coaching myself because that will be a lot better a lot better and if I can't stick to a budget because sometimes that's hard I, like like I said the swipes can get out of control if you're like that we should use the cash cash method <laughs> we should use the cash method um if we have a hard time sticking to the budget when we're using the card once the money's gone it's gone now don't travel without your card that is not the advice here please keep it with you so that you have backup because I have been in a situation where we had very limited money left over at the end of our trip with really no way of getting more. So have a card. And like we did have a card, it just wasn't the right type of card to get money, but have a card where you can get money from the ATM in the just in case. But use your cash method. That Let that be your go-to. Don't take your card out until your cash is done. All right, y'all, that is the end of the financial therapy episode for today. Learn from my mistakes. Be better than I was. <laughs> Do better. I'm sure you will. And actually, what's really great is our next episode is going to help us do better. We've got the founder of Queen's Travel, Miss Soraya Lambella, joining us in the next episode so make sure your notifications are on you're following the podcast wherever you are listening so you can get some tips and tricks of the trade from an expert on how to plan your next trip follow the silver spoon pod on instagram and tiktok to join the conversation slide into the comments and let us know where you're saving to travel next summer and how much you're saving for we want to cheer you on and keep you accountable to hitting your travel savings goal. Subscribe and share with a friend so you can both get the weekly spoonful of the abundant life you deserve. Until next time.